بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين. My beloved brothers and sisters, nothing is impossible for Allah. We believe that Allah creates from nothing. He doesn't need a thing to create. When he created man from dust or sand or soil, he did not need to use that to make man. He didn't need it. He could have created us from anything else or from absolutely nothing. إِنَّمَا أَمْرُهُ إِذَا أَرَادَ شَيْئًا أَنْ يَقُولَ لَهُ كُنْ فَيَكُونُ فَسُبْحَانَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ الله أكبر فَسُبْحَانَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ مَلَكُوتُ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ وَإِلَيْهِ تُرْجَعُونَ Indeed, the instruction, the command of Allah when He wants to create something is be. And it is, so glory be unto Allah, who is the owner of absolutely everything, and everyone and everything is going to return to Allah. That is your Lord, mine. People say that we don't believe in a maker, astaghfirullah. We don't believe that there is a deity, a supreme deity. We are here coincidentally. One simple evidence to prove that that is wrong in our eyes is that from the beginning of our species, Adam alayhi salam, right to the end of the species, every single one of us has many things that are uniquely his or hers, never ever repeated in the past, not repeated in the present, and will never be repeated right up to the end of time. For example, your thumbprint. Every finger of yours, is uniquely yours. No one has had your fingerprint from the beginning to the end. No one shall have it. Another thing, your iris print, uniquely yours alone. They can identify you without a blunder, never a mistake in it, not one. There is no chance. If we were here coincidentally, surely coincidentally, there would have been two or three people with the same iris print, right? Surely there would have been a few more coincidences that have occurred. My brothers and sisters, let's not be fooled. We believe in Allah. We believe there is a maker. We believe that he alone deserves to be worshipped because we know on the day of Qiyamah and judgment, we will be standing with our accounts in front of the Almighty. And there can never ever be a fraction of a doubt in the identity of who is this. Not at all. You did your a'mal, you did your deeds, right? Imagine if there was a doubt, was it you or someone else? That's why if your fingerprint is not good enough, your iris print. Let me tell you what else. The way exactly your hair grows and the exact way that it's all set in your head is all unique. It's just you and yours. We can go further and beyond to see the Qudra and the power of the Almighty by looking at the animals. No two zebras have had same stripes from the beginning to the end. No two giraffes have had the same spots from the beginning to the end. No two cheetahs have had the same spots or leopards or 
tigers have had the same stripes or whatever else it may be from the beginning to the end. Glory be to Allah. All praise is due to Him who created absolutely everything in such beauty, such perfection. To Him returns absolutely everything. Now, my brothers and sisters, when we realize the greatness of Allah and we realize how sophisticated man thinks he is, yet it's not even the beginning of sophistication. When I was young, and I'm sure many of you, when you were younger, we used to get excited because there was a time when we would phone overseas only via an operator. When they decided to make, to do away with the operator and you could dial yourself, we got excited. Wow, advancement. Compare that time to today. What difference is there? Subhanallah, today a press of a button and you can talk to someone, see them at the same time and hold the phone without a cable. For us, it was more like something of a fantasy or something that wasn't even there, that we couldn't even imagine would occur. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us an understanding and Allah says on top of that, man has been given knowledge without a doubt. Allah gave man knowledge. Allah taught man what he didn't know. So what did man do? Well, how many years have we been in existence? We don't even know. We can't even count. We won't even be able to go back. There is a difference of opinion. How many human beings were there? Exactly how many years ago did Adam alayhi salam be on earth? We don't know. There are estimations. Perhaps people can calculate, but certainty no one knows. Imagine you don't even know that amount. I don't even know that. No matter how sophisticated we've become. And I tell you over thousands of years, think of something I want to tell you today. These facilities we have are a big, big gift from Allah, but they are a responsibility as well. Do they bring you closer to Allah or do they take you away from Allah? And I tell you why, who was the most loved to Allah from all creation? Say the name. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Not only him, but all the other messengers of Allah, may peace be upon them, lived at a time when there was no electricity, there was no running water, there was no internet, there was no technology that we know now, no motor vehicles, no aircraft, there was nothing of that. For Allah to prove to you and I that if that had had any value in the eyes of Allah to draw you closer to Allah in any way, shape or form, the first person who would have had it would have been who? Muhammad So what we have is nothing that you need to be excited about if it is drifting you away from Allah. All this facility for man, imagine a running tap. What do we do? We get up and we turn on the tap. Do you know it did not exist at the time of Nabi Muhammad There's no running water like this. It was tough. How do they drink? We have purified water, water purifiers, this and that, everything. How did they survive for, for centuries? Come on, man. Millenniums, one after the other. They survived with what? You sit and wonder, they probably drank water that might have looked a little bit like tea for us. And by the way, tea is something relatively new. We can't do without it, man. 
Don't have my tea, I get a headache. Talk about myself, by the way. May Allah grant us ease. Thank Allah for the favors. But remember one thing. Allah exists, number one. Number two, your life is very short. And so is mine. Extremely short. You have to go back to Allah. And when you go back to Allah, He's going to ask you, how did you spend your short time on earth? Tell us. You have to give the accounts. So prepare for that day. How do we prepare? Let me tell you. Each one of us has been gifted and blessed by Allah in a unique way. Every one of us has a gift of Allah. Some people, mashallah, they are extremely intelligent in one particular field. Allah gave them that. Some others, perhaps Allah gave them something else. A lot of intellect. Some people are brilliant in Quran and tafsir. Others are brilliant perhaps in something that Allah blessed them with. A doctor, medicine, mashallah, beautiful. Someone else has a lot of wealth, for example. Someone has used what ever Allah gave you to earn your Jannah. Use whatever Allah gave you uniquely yours to enter Jannah. But don't forget the pillars of Islam and your primary duties unto Allah. Two things we need to remember what Allah told you to do compulsorily. Don't miss that. Secondly, what Allah told you to stay away from compulsorily, you stay away from that. We have no option. We must. If you falter because you're a human being, quickly turn back to Allah in Tawbah and Allah will grant you. And Allah will grant you. Do not underestimate the power of dua. I started off by saying nothing is impossible for Allah. You think you're weak. Yes, we are all weak. But that weakness, the only one who's going to eradicate it for you is Allah. When you strengthen your relationship with Allah, you will automatically eradicate your weakness. Speak to people with respect. These are all creatures of Allah. They are worshippers of Allah. You never know who is a friend of Allah. If the hadith says, Man li harbi. Whoever has harmed a friend of mine, I've announced war against them. Who is a friend of Allah? You don't know. You never know. You would never guess who it might be. It could be a person. They would be human, obviously. But they could be anyone seated here or seated anywhere else or something. Imagine if you're harming a friend of Allah. Allah says you've, you've announced war. We've announced war with you. Declare war against who? Allah. Why? That's my friend. So if, if being hurtful and harmful towards a friend of Allah would cause our own destruction, don't you think being good and being kind and being polite and reaching out and fulfilling the rights of people, perhaps they would be a friend of Allah from amongst them. Wouldn't it result in the opposite? If you do something bad, you're going to face bad. And if you do something good, don't you think you're going to face goodness? So when you're kind to people, what did it cost you to be good? What did it cost you to be nice and kind? We lose our cool and we think we have the right. May Allah help us calm down. All of us, myself included, we all need a reminder from time to time to say, calm down, relax, speak to people with respect and understand that Allah is the greatest. Like I said moments ago, if something bad earns you a sin, the opposite of it, when it's good, will earn you a reward. I'll give you an example. Today, there is an officiation of a nikah after salah. Inshallah, we're all invited to attend. The hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, he says, He says, you know, when you fulfill your base desire in a halal way, you get a reward of a charity. 
the Sahaba were a little bit surprised, obviously, because people say, hey, I'm, I'm going to sleep with my wife, basically, and I'm getting a reward for it. The Prophet ﷺ, when he asked them, they asked him actually that if we were, if one of us was to fulfill his base desire, would he really get a reward for that as of, of a charity, as a sadaqah, as a reward? So the Prophet ﷺ said, do you see if someone did haram in terms of zina or adultery, would he earn a sin? They said, yes, he would. Well, if he earned a sin to do it in the wrong way, he would earn a reward to do it in the right way. Subhanallah. That's Allah. That is Allah, the mercy. My brothers and sisters, one of the methods that Allah uses to bring us closer to him is by inflicting us with something we perceive as negative. If you take a look at the world, there will be uncertainty. Why? Allah wants you to turn to him. There's no other reason. There will be anxiety. Why? Allah wants you to do better in your relationship with him. There's no other reason. There will be health problems. Look at this virus that came in. What was the purpose that it came in? There's only one purpose. There's no other purpose. Allah wants you to come closer to him. No other reason. Nothing. Allah wants you to mend your ways, to turn to him. When you, when you don't know what's happening in your business or there's anxiety or a massive loss or something burned down totally, there is only one reason for a mu'min. Allah wants you to come closer to him. And if you came closer to Allah because of any one of those things or anything negative, Wallahi, it was the blessing of Allah and it's the mercy of Allah and the gift of Allah. If your leg was amputated and that made you repent to Allah, what was that? What was that? That's the mercy of Allah. But if Allah blessed you and gave you and did everything for you and you passed with flying colors and you've got authority and you've got good looks and you've got lots of knowledge and you've got lots of this and whatever else it may be, if that drifted you away from Allah, it cannot be the mercy of Allah. So understand the favors of Allah and let it bring you closer to Allah. How do I come closer to Allah? I do better in my salah. I do better in my tilawa of the Quran, which is the book of Allah. The most powerful word in existence is Kalamullah. How much do you read? Do I read a day? I can do better. I read one page, I will do two. I read one juice, I will do two. I do two juice, I'll do three. I do one page, I'll read the meaning as well. I'll, I'll do something more. If you improve your relationship with the Quran, that's a big blessing. It's improving your relationship with Allah. So my brothers and sisters, when Allah wants something from you, He puts a test in your life. When He puts a test in your life, draw close. Don't worry. You're not the first person who is sick. You're not the first person who is ill. May Allah grant shifa to all those who are sick and ill. You are not the first person who is suffering the loss that you are suffering. No. There will be, there were millions before you and millions after you. You are one only to Allah. He loves you. He wants you to come, come. So naturally a mu'min who has some iman will then realize, you know what? I need to turn to Allah. Let me raise my hands for Allah. Let me make tawbah. Let me change my life. 
let me do something better. This is Allah calling me, literally calling me through these issues. And I promise you the doors begin to open one after the other. Never give up on dua. Nothing is impossible for Allah. Look at what Allah says in the Quran. He is the one who responds to the one in distress. Who is there besides Allah who will respond to the one in distress? I've known of people who were perhaps given a short time to live by medicine and the medical fraternity based on their experience. Six years on and they are alive and healthy and well. Why? Who is there besides Allah? who responds to the one in distress when he calls out, you are totally helpless and you say, Oh Allah, there is nobody and nothing and not me and not any power on earth that can help me right now besides you. Oh Allah, Allah says, I listen to that. I listen to that and I respond immediately. And he is the one who makes us inherit the earth. Allah says, Ilahumma Allah. Is there any deity besides Allah? It's Allah alone. Allah alone. Qalilan Very few take heed. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant that to us. So we turn to Allah. Let's invest in our relationship with Allah. Invest in it by making an effort. Salah is very important. I have found something. If you want your life to change, five salah. And you do it enthusiastically, happily, come a little bit early, fulfill your salah and go back. That salah itself will help you to stay away from haram. It will increase your goodness. It will increase barakah in your family. And the same way you invest in your relationship with Allah, you must invest in your relationships within your families. You have a wife. You have, for example, uh, brothers and sisters, your parents, your children. You need to invest in the relationship, your time, your effort. You need to teach a, them a, a word of goodness. Or you need to at least mention brilliant words. When you invest in a relationship, it will blossom. Starting with Allah and then everyone else. Don't think I'm suddenly going to have a good relationship with my children or with my spouse when you barely talk to them. In the new generation, we have to speak some beautiful, sweet words to our spouses every day. If you don't, it's like a little qiyamah. Yes, you know how it is. The new generation, you have to talk. You have to say things because this is a, an age of social media. It has so many negatives, but it has positives too. But unfortunately, we're drowning in the negatives. That's a fact of life. And that's why we remind each other, invest in your relationship with Allah. Put away a little bit of this stuff. Talk to Allah. Communicate with Him. Fulfill your salah. Beautiful gift of Allah. And secondly and lastly, Make an effort with the Quran. I said it already and I'm saying it again. Make an effort. You will find something amazing. I found this is something powerful. Get acquainted with Allah during your days of ease. Get close to Allah when nothing is wrong in your life. Everything is smooth sailing. Then go close to Allah. So what will happen when the days are tough for you? Allah will come to you. Subhanallah. My worshiper, Yunus alayhi salam, it is reported that when he was down in the belly of the fish, in the darkness of the water at the bottom, darkness, the angels were saying, Oh Allah, 
the one who does your tasbih with a beautiful voice every day. Today, the same voice is calling from a totally different place seeking your help. What miracle happened? The fish spat him out. He came out. He was not even proper in terms of his skin and so on. Allah helped and he was cured and everything happened. Something impossible today when you tell people, they might think this is a fairy tale. Wallahi, we have yaqeen. It happened. It, it, was, it is true. That's Allah. It's in the Quran. It's in the previous books too. Our version is the correct one. Why? Because Allah says there, فَلَوْلَا أَنَّهُ كَانَ مِنَ الْمُسَبِّحِينَ لَلَبِثَ فِي بَطُنِهِ إِلَىٰ يَوْمِ يُبْعَثُونَ Had he not been from among those who constantly engaged in tasbih, he would have remained in the belly of the whale until forever. What does that mean? Because he was close to Allah during days of ease, at a time of difficulty and hardship, here's Allah, Allah throws his rope to you straight away. I guarantee you in your life and in mine, that is Allah. Inna wa'dallahi haq. When Allah promises you something, there's no doubt. Yes, it's his timing, not yours. You might make a dua say, but Allah's not hearing. Don't even think that. Allah will give you when the time is right. Every minute of delay is an absolute blessing. May Allah Almighty grant us all goodness. Aqulu qawli hadha wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad. Are you tired of all these annoying ads on YouTube? Are you worried that a haram video might pop up? Well, the One Islam TV app is here to solve these problems, inshallah. The One Islam TV app is 100% free of any ads and is safe to browse for your peace of mind. Watch or listen to lectures and lessons while you work, rest or drive with your device switched off. Watch videos on demand or download videos and watch offline. Watch hundreds of high-quality produced Islamic reminders, Quran learning videos, stories of the prophets, and so much more. Two to four new videos uploaded daily, inshallah. One Islam TV is 100% run and owned by Muslims, which means a small amount you pay for your subscription is a sadaqa jariya, continuous charity for you as we use the funds raised to continue producing more beneficial videos and reminders. Insha'Allah. The One Islam TV app is now available on Apple devices, Apple TV, Android devices, Android TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Roku. So you can watch on most devices and smart TVs. Download now for a free 7-day trial. May Allah reward you for supporting our work. Mm.